better and worse with Jess and Rach. Hello? Yeah, that was better now. Okay. Third time's a charm. <laughs> welcome to our podcast, everyone. Josh, welcome to our living room. We're trying this for the third time. You want me to do the joke I did on the first one? Yes, redo. I'll be here seven nights a week. Very good, because he pays the mortgage on the house, <laughs> baby. Proud of you for that also. Thank you. I don't say it enough. Thank you. Cold hard cash. Cold hard cash. You've done well for yourself, young man. Thank you. Yeah. Likewise. Um, and thank pretty successful business for a while so we're trying we're doing our best um yeah thank you for coming on last minute i know that's your favorite thing to do is make last minute plans with your wife especially come on the pod last any last minute plans i hate yeah i know and you just put some last minute plans on me on saturday i did you did so we're obviously having a baby in case i'm sure everybody knows right yeah they know spoiler Um, Spoiler alert. Um, and Rachel set up a wonderful 30th, early 30th surprise birthday party for me. I did. And we got a nice little hotel with some of the boys. Had a BNO. BNO, baby. Boys night out. Um, and tore up Cleveland. You the really city did. of Cleveland will never be the same. And Matt's bank account would, <clears throat> had never looked better. Yeah, truly. Josh's friend came away with $1,500 in winnings yeah. from the casino? The young man's on a hot streak like never seen before. I know. He, uh, he also got promoted today. So. Wow. So he could be flying too close to the sun. He could be, yeah. We don't want his head to get too hot or yeah. too big. Yeah. <laughs> it's already pretty big. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> big head boy to big head boy? Yeah. You guys got him. Got the noggins. Well, big head girl, too. <sighs> we do have a big headed girl, and we're not worried about it. Uh, the other day at the ultrasound... I might have told this story when I was t- t- talking to Meredith. Who knows? If you hear the same story twice, so what? Okay? Can't can't take it on. Take it up with the chief of police. But <laughs> the ultrasound lady, you know, she was doing the ultrasound, and I saw that she was measuring Elsie's head. And I was like, that is a very round head, like a, just a perfect circle. And she looks over at Josh, and she's like, that's a pretty round head. <laughs> it was very mean. I'm like, whoa. I didn't expect to get shit on at the uh, the ultrasound. But. You've never been at your best at no. our ultrasounds. <laughs> oh, no. Those and people I'm... probably think like, what the hell is this guy doing? They What's think you're problem? a schlub. Yeah. Because um, what was your issue this week? Or listen- oh, you, you, you were having your health anxieties. Yeah, I had blood work done. And um, anybody who has this, I feel for you. Whenever you get blood work done and you're just waiting for the test results it's the worst well he you have clinical anxiety but specifically around your health yeah your health not other people's health which i've never really taken seriously but i also have anxiety about it yeah it's wild Great. yeah you i think you popped on the, the last episode with meredith to say you're, you're battling i was battling, battling i was in the middle anxiety. of a mental war with myself and do you care care to share what you your diagnoses? Yeah, I it's not a huge. I mean, it's a big deal, but it's not a huge deal. I have what's called fatty liver disease, um, which is a precursor for a lot of other diseases. But if you catch it early enough and can uh, get a grip on it early enough with just good diet and exercise, it's usually able. You're able to uh, heal yourself. Come out, yeah, come out clean on the other side and heal yourself. Yeah, but after so he had his gallbladder checked out. And during the ultrasound, they're like, oh, we're going to check out 
your your kidneys and your liver. And Josh was like, please don't. I didn't want them to look at anything else. He's like, we're, we're already too close yeah. to death, probably. Yeah. And uh, they did. And then they found that he had, like, you know, a fatty liver. And then they order more tests. Immediately. Of course they do. In a panic. They were panicked. They said, sir, you're dying. We need to do these no. blood, this blood work <laughs> no, now. No. So I ran to the to the hospital and, and did keep the blood in work mind, immediately. Keep in mind, Josh, she's Dr. Rapinski. We've already talked about it. Um. And he did already ordered like the run of the mill blood work. So Josh has already done blood work. He's already been cleared for diabetes. He's already been cleared for a lot of stuff. And Josh is like, they're checking for cancer. And yes, and- they I wholeheartedly I haven't even looked at my test results or any of the blood work results. And I fully believe that they were looking for cancer and they thought I had cancer. So Right, but Josh, what do you think cancer <clears throat> is? Uh it's it's a deadly disease. It's a horrible Right. Disease. But how does it normally come to pass tumors tumors yes correct right which i had none of right it you knew through the ultrasound i still i still was in my right to panic guys this is the one thing if you're asking you know rachel josh aren't you just perfect do you have any problems i cannot we got problems I, i really struggle with this specifically this past couple weeks was major houston we got a problem and I was literally battling. Yeah. Um, but I missed a call from my uh, doctor's office, and they they said, please call us back immediately. We need to discuss your test results as soon as possible. Again, the urgency freaking me out. Um, had a full panic attack. You're new to, do do- you're new to doctors. Yeah. Though, to didn't say a word to Rachel. Got right in the shower. Took an ice cold shower. Oh, yeah. He'll never say a word to me. Got myself pumped up. Opened up my my chart. And lo and behold, all of my results were fine. Right. And, and what do I, I had, what do I hear from from my just of guttural animal male noises in the bathroom? Guttural. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's, Scaring the dogs, I was the like, cats, my wife. Did we get the mega million? We didn't hit the mega millions, but I did. <laughs> I've, I I just, imagine that's what it feels like to hit the mega millions. It was euphoric. You were literally holding that much ang- like it's just something I can't comprehend or understand. It was such a release, and only people who go through and have that mental illness will understand. So. I could never give you an orgasm that good, and that's all I know. Oh, well, you've been <laughs> close, girl. <laughs> well, thanks, babe. <laughs> thank you, and thank you for coming on and subbing for Jess. Um, I just wanted to kind of update everyone. Jess and I have kind of been talking about what's going on um and although like i'm not in a place where i could ever like let you guys know and jess isn't in a place where she can let you guys know because this isn't just her life um this is the life of her entire family and just things really suck right now and it's really really hard um it's it's a really hard thing it's the hardest thing most people have to walk through (laughs) in their life and um i it's hard as her friend to see her in pain. And I just want to let you guys know before Josh and I kick things off that like, we're going to do our best to be consistent. We started this year really wanting that. And then this year kind of just kind of ramped up everything that she's been going through, uh, even more. So, uh, keep her in your thoughts, your prayers, if that's your thing. And, um, we will just continue to do our best what kind of road race is going on outside? 
We love you, Jess. Yeah. We love you, Jess. There's road racing going on. Street racing. Tokyo Drift style. On the streets of Ellet. Lucky there aren't gunshots. Yeah. Maybe not yet. Maybe we'll get... Hey, the, the night is young. The weather's bad today, so... Yeah. <laughs> people might get antsy. Um, But, yeah, once I go on maternity leave... Which I'm just going to keep recording until I can't, and Jess will come on when she can, and then we will just see how things go. Um, and we'll update you as we can, and that's pretty much all I can give you. And I know you didn't come here for the consistency, but we've been really wanting to give it for you, give mm-hmm. it to you. We've been we've been hoping. Um, but Josh, you know this is a good opportunity for us to talk about something that I was going to bring up to Jess, but. We had our baby CPR class on Saturday. Yeah, ridiculous. Me, you, and Cher. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was long, but we're. It's good. It was good information. Yes, it was good information, but Um, very repetitive. As we're walking into baby CPR class, I see a familiar back of a head. You know, it's a back of a head you never forget. You know, (laughs) one of your past teachers. You just know. And there's an energy that's palpable in a room when you. That you're in the presence of a teacher that you know. Yes, there is. You can cut it like it's ten, it's tension esque. You and can I, cut it with a knife. And I've always been pretty comfortable with that because my mom's a teacher. Yeah. And my dad was a teacher. Yes. And my sister is currently a teacher. So it's like I'm, I'm aware that like teachers have lives. That's never been like weird to me. So I I, I just think I play it cool. Um, but you I'm definitely still, try. I'm still painfully awkward. Yeah. And painfully. Neurodivergent, babes. Hate yeah. to break it to you. It's just, it's absolutely radiating through my bones. Yeah. So, this man who I know, we're going to call him Mr. Carr. Mr. Carr is in front of me, um, and I know it's him. But then, you know, they check me in, and they're like, oh, what's your name? Rachel Roche. And, you know, he, he had already started pleasantries. walking. Yeah, and he turned around and goes, oh, Rachel Roche, do you, you remember me? I'm like, oh, yeah, Mr. Carr. How you doing? Yeah. Could have been it. Very nice interaction. <laughs> and I said to Josh, I was like, because obviously he was my seventh and eighth grade teacher. And we're both in the same baby class. So it's like, you know, I'm almost 30. But I'm thinking back and I was like, he could have been like 23, 24. Yeah. At that time, you know, like, yeah, he's a little older, but not like, I don't know, that crazy older. But then he comes back up to us as we're sitting down. And, and this is where and he the shit and I'm going to I'm going to put it on him. You can't. <laughs> because he is just like, yeah, you know, I'm real old having a baby and I was like, "Oh, I was thinking though. I was like, you're probably pretty young when like I had you." He goes, "Oh, I would just turn 31." And I'm just like, "Oh. I can't do the math that fast." But I'm like, no, "Okay, you so you didn't. But your brain was firing. My brain was firing and it said, "What way can I connect with you on a personal level right now?" Yeah. And, and it, it was, said, well, my dad was 50 when he had me. Which is relatable. Which is relatable. And cool. And he was like, oh, really? I was like, I loved it. I was like, when we were reading about the civil rights movement, he was right there. <laughs> which is just like, enough. Enough is enough. And Josh, <laughs> I can see, is just like, shut up, babe. Just stop talking. Oh and then I just gosh. keep going. It's just like the word yeah. vomit just starts coming out. And I was like... And I just loved having an older dad. I mean, now I mean now it's really sad, and He's gonna it's die really soon, stressful. Basically, 
now because I'm taking care of him. But, you know, wouldn't change it. Yeah. <laughs> it was bizarre. I could what? not believe what I was seeing. I, live action autism was what I was seeing. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. You are for real neurodivergent. Uh, and and this is the whole class could hear this whole conversation. Okay. And it was wildly And here's the thing, bizarre. and here's the thing that I know. I probably wouldn't have felt how awkward that was. I wouldn't have registered it if there weren't witnesses. Right. Because I was just telling the truth. <laughs> hey man, you're having a baby, you're 45 years old. Pros and cons, babe. Pros and, and here's cons. Here's a couple cons. And, and also a weird with- fact about my dad and the civil rights movement. my dad was like 20 during the civil rights movement what the fuck is wrong with you yeah but But it it, it was the cpr class overall was it was pretty cool we did learn cpr for adults too so yeah if if either one of us goes down i was like can we talk more about the babies though yeah the babies yeah i agree that's why i'm here that's why i'm here give me the content i'm here for i don't yeah exactly but I gave a, I gave my constructive criticism to the team at the end, and you know here we are. Yeah, but and I'll tell you what: if I'm ever in a school esque setting, I'm goofing off. I'm goofing. Nothing gives me the ick more. Oh, I'm than goofing. Josh I'm making jokes. Setting. I'm trying to make people laugh. Everybody's dead silent when I'm doing this too. It's I must have lost my fastball since the high school since my high school days. But or you're just not in a class with other people who think you're funny. Yeah, that's yeah. Whatever the case. The, the one guy, you, you know the guy. One guy thought you were real funny. The one right next to me. Yeah, Because he, he was a bit of jokes, a jokester, too. He yeah. was firing jokes off. But I like to think that he was laughing at my reactions to you. Yeah. Well, he definitely laughed at you. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> well, we can't all, we can't all ha- know the right thing to say at the right time, yeah. the right place, and be, all, be everything all at once. Yeah. Some of us are just too awkward. Yeah. It was like watching a, two trains on the same track slowly <laughs> barreling down on each other. I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. I know. I filled my mom in uh, at Sam's Club. She just laughed. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. But then she's also like, it probably wasn't that bad. I'm like, you've grown up with me. You know. You already know, girl. Yeah. And that was the same day that my... um. My wonderful 30th birthday party was. Surprise. And I was doing a 24-hour fast, or at least trying to. <gasps> that that detail. And, um, Josh just wait, woke up in the morning and was like, I, I had an eight for 12 today. hours. I'm going to do another 12. It's like he woke up. He got on TikTok. He saw one TikTok about the benefits of a 36-hour fast. And he said, I'm going to do that. And I tried every trick in the book, kids. I tried peer pressure. I tried, why don't you do it during a work day? She said, when why you're don't busy? you get a pretzel at Sam's Club? And I Club. even hit him with, this is triggering for me. To which I just, I just kept you it did going. You. You I did said, you. hey, I'm sorry you're feeling that way, but I got to do me, girl. This is a journey. I got to do me. I got to starve my body. Yeah. Um, and so it comes, it's about 4 30, <laughs> and I'm on hour 20, 22 of starving myself which i will do again by the way um and i'm like babe i really want the salad so bad from this one restaurant i love the salad winking lizard it's a buffalo chicken salad it's the best salad and i have it in my cart i've got a couple other bibs and bobs you know some apps i'm like this is gonna be a sick night i don't have any plans i'm gonna get my favorite salad i'm gonna hang out with my favorite wife and 
just chill. And Rachel has to do an emergency audible and get my buddy over here who's going to take me to the casino for the surprise 30th. Uh, Yeah, I was like, hey, Garrett, sooner rather than later, bud, because Josh is absolutely throwing things in the cart. And I'm telling him, like, I'm not hungry yet. Like, I don't want to eat this. Like, I'm trying everything. And then he came and you were just like... You're so confused. Was, You're so surprised. I was very confused. But I didn't get to eat until about 7 o'clock at night. So it was a full 24-hour But I fast. did pack you some Belvitas. Yeah, which are fire. I yeah, love them. I did. Those are very good. Yeah. Um, But then you overate. Yeah, I overate dinner. and ruined my night. So. But that's all right. Yeah. I mean, everybody had a great night. Yeah, I'd you say so. fun. Yeah. Yeah. But that was, overeating ruined my 21st birthday. We went out to Mexican. I stuffed my face, and we we're supposed to go to the bars after. I was also in my church girl phase, so it wasn't getting crazy. But I lit. I literally could not eat or put anything more in my body. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't happening. Yeah. Went you, to bed by ten ten p.m. You know. You're you're stuffed on the body of Christ. A hell yeah, on the bread of Christ, body yeah. of Christ. Amen. Broken for me, and for you. Don't forget. Um, but thank you guys for always showing up with the cues and filling up the the cue. I can't stress enough how much we appreciate that. Um, I want to start off strong, Josh. Yeah. <clears throat> with a, a question from our girl M Wall. Okay. Yeah. Um. Fuck Mary Kill. Oh yes. Okay. Dairy Queen, Friendlies, Rockneys. Well, I'm killing Friendlies. Yeah, Friendlies was a weird choice to put in there. I don't know if you just wanted us to battle it out between Dairy Queen and Rockneys. Yeah. Um, I'm fucking Dairy Queen and marrying Rockneys. That was the only choice. That was the only only right choice. Yeah. Rockneys, um, I don't know what about It's like dim lit. It's just cozy. It's a little grungy. It's cozy, I think. Like, I know for a fact. So, Rockneys is kind of just like our local, like, very small chain in northeast ohio like there's probably like six rockneys yeah like there's not a lot but it's a staple for those of us that have grown up here and i know like a lot of my friends worked there in high school i know it's gross like i know it's microwaved i know i don't care no i have i have no qualms with rockneys i will i I will have no qualms with rock no they're always friendly Good yeah. service. And Dairy Queen, I'm just, that's a quick hitter. We went I'm busting a nut and I'm getting out. There you are. Yeah. So great. Um, Let's see. Who sleeps closest to the door? Another Morgan question. Yeah, I'm scared of the door at night. So Rachel does. I try to sleep I, as far away from the door as I can. I didn't know that. <laughs> I just have to pee five times oh. a night. Yeah, we'll go with that. What do you mean you're scared of the door? Well, just in case, like, intruders. Like... So you want them to come for me first? Are you for real? I'm afraid of the door, yeah. Some... So you want me and Elsie closest to the door? Yes. And then what? And then, well, uh, my plan was originally before I feel guilty about it, I was get- getting out of the window. But I was going to help you first, too, also. <sighs> You, your life would be meaningless without us. I know. And so you're you're telling me an intruder comes. But we in- can't keep weapons in the house because we're both so 
sometimes sad a lot. I know. <laughs> so. We're both sometimes sad a lot, yeah. We're not keeping a gun in the house, okay? No. It's not not on the table. But yeah, Rachel sleeps closer to the door because she has to pee a lot. Yeah, I pee constantly. Um, I've always just been very well hydrated and even, especially since being pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's, it's three to five times a night every single night. Um, this is a question that I almost got into with Meredith, but just didn't. It was like, I asked her a question and then we just kept rolling. Um, but is sex while pregnant scary? A little sex while pregnant talk. Who else to talk to it with than with my partner? Yeah. My sexual partner. Done it. Maybe four times. And it's it's not. That's great. really sad to think about. If it's only it's been not, four times, it's not great. It's not ideal. And I will say it is different for everyone. Yes, I have what I call sandpaper puss. And there's some type of webbing down there that wasn't there before. <laughs> You've got some type of S- Spider-Man webbing that I, I'm bumping into. <laughs> I know. Listen, I've been inside you a handful of times, and I know what it feels like mostly when you're not pregnant, and it doesn't. Whatever you have going on down there, there's something. Webbing? I don't know if it's like a cervix, placenta, the baby. There's it's something not the in the placenta. There. I'll tell you that for free, babe. I don't know okay. girls like that, but I know there's something there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So sex just affects everyone. I think just like that area differently. Like there's a lot more blood flow. I don't know. That's why they say like people want to have more sex when they're pregnant because there's like more blood flow going there. But it just hurts me. Like... It has nothing to do with, like, sexual drive. I just know that, like, it's not going to feel great. No, and we've tried everything. We really, and I mean, we still, we try We give try to give it the old college try every month. Yeah, like, we'll get a look in each other's eyes. and It's like, yeah. It, <laughs> I think the last time I did it, like, I was like, I'll, I can give you f- five minutes of doggy style. Take it or leave it. And it was 30 seconds of doggy style. And, and she's like, I can't do this. We hit the webbing. Yeah. We hit the webbing, and then we had to try to maneuver around it. Yeah, we flipped it and reversed it. Yeah. So the answer is, it's scary for me, but that does not mean it will be scary for you. I've never been scared about, like, the baby or anything like that. Um, Josh is more scary. It's a common misconception for any male listeners. You don't, uh, you're not hitting the baby with your wiener. You're not, yeah. I Your wiener would have to be bigger than yeah i'm right there i'm not that big but i'm like right there <laughs> right on the cusp of my cervix yeah. yeah um but i will say josh josh has more anxiety about the baby stuff than i do because if you didn't know um the reason why they tell you to have sex before like when you're like wanting to get into labor is because semen will help soften your cervix josh will still pull out <laughs> Which I'm like, we're doing this for what? Yeah. We're doing this for what? Never really was a big pull-outer, obviously. But I, I, but now... I, I was meaning to ask our doula if we could use your semen more of as like a salve. Like Yeah, we you... won't be doing that. But you just keep eating your fucking <laughs> six dates a day and we'll be fine. <laughs> How about... You're not going to be utilizing my semen like some type of medical salve. <laughs> hey... Could it work, or does it need to be fresh? Does it be straight from the tap? I don't know. <laughs> pass. Put little semen popsicles in the free in the freezer. Oh yeah, for sure. Pass. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hey, 
So a lot of people ask questions about like being married and also we're going to be parents. So it's like, it's hard to, some people forget we got married mm-hmm. and yeah, we are we now did. married. So some people wanted marriage advice. Some people wanted to know about our plans for the baby. Okay. Yeah. And I, my hope for this episode is that um, all the episodes I'm on with you is that Elsie will eventually one day be able to listen to them, listen back to them and be happy about them. I was thinking back about that on the way home from work, but I know. She'll hopefully, as long group. as like society and the internet's still around in like twelve or thirteen years, which we can't be sure. No, that's why I have a a doomsday shelter downstairs. Yeah. Um. So we didn't even get on a tangent about climate change. No, it's we can't. Sixty can. degrees today. You want to talk about anxiety? Go outside in the middle of January in Northeast Ohio, and it's sixty fucking degrees. He gets he that's gets a anxiety. look about him. You really don't. I like say that. something's not right here. <laughs> You do. I don't know what's going on, but I say something's not right. Something we're we're in for it. And this is my question, and I've told this to you. It's my big brain idea. I don't know who needs to get a hold of it. But why can't we just refreeze the ice capsules, the ice things? Uh, babe, we There's make ice cubes all every day. We make ice cubes every fucking day. I've seen Incredibles. Yes. There's that guy, Frozone. Well, get him involved. Yeah. Well, that's a cartoon, but, but I like where your head's at for sure. I'm just saying, I believe the science would be there. Yeah. And so, that's my big plan. Yeah, I don't know who like I need to bring We barely to. use our ice cubes. Do we need to, like, dump them out and, like... Right. Like, just put them in the yard? I just feel like we could point a laser at the icebergs. I think lasers are hot. I <laughs> When you say laser, I think hot. Well... So, a, an ice laser. A ice laser, yeah. Oh, okay, got it. So that's yeah. what I would like to see in our future. Okay. For... Well, maybe Elsie can build that. Maybe she can. She'll be smart. I'm smart. You're smart. But I grew up poor and you grew up like as a Normal. second child. I did. To an overachieving older sister. I don't know what that has to do with my affluence, but you're not wrong. Okay. But, oh, yeah. So, anyway, mar- in the marriage department, um, what is one piece of advice for a newly married couples? They're, this this girl's getting married next week. Don't go to bed mad at your spouse. You already know we hate that <laughs> one. Um, no, a piece of advice for a newly married couple? Yeah, like, what's your, what's your favorite marriage um, advice thus far? Just treat your marriage as a friendship, I think. Yeah. First and foremost. Um, I think that's what we do. And it works out really well, I think. I do too. Like, we kiss and we also, like, we'll dap up and we're, like, genuinely pals. We are. Which is cool. I And I agree. Yeah. I, I, was, I love that. Yeah. I didn't know what you would say. Um, what about you? What do you think? I mean, I think I could just piggyback off that because I do think, like, when you're marrying someone who you've, like, had a good friendship with, like, the bo- like you know, bottom line, even, you know, even when we're only having sex <laughs> four times in, you know, eight months. I've like, got friends I've never had sex with. True. In fact, most of them. But when the romance part of your relationship might be struggling, like, it is nice that we have our friendship to fall back on and that we just have fun. Like I get emotional about that. Like just that our daughter will get to see us like 
yeah. genuinely best friends. Yeah, and I've growing up and going to a bunch of different schools and being in a bunch of different environments, I've seen um, a couple different instances where f- I like saw like being over at a friend's house and just two parents being like really cool with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I didn't have that back at my house. No, um, there was usually plates of like spaghetti flying and whatever you know. What are their other flavor of domestic abuse was going on that night. <laughs> the flavor of the night um but yeah it was just cool to see and i really i mean i can't pinpoint one family or another but i remember seeing it a couple times growing up and being like holy shit that i think garrett's grandparents were big for you yes garrett's grandparents we love those two i i mean i love those two people yeah um those, that yeah. was big i think it's always nice to have those examples and it's nice to feel like we will be one of those examples not yeah to like put that pressure like on. a last couple on the dance floor yeah yeah or just the hottest couple on the dance floor yeah couple that's into each other the most on the dance floor yeah couple that makes other couples like why don't james why yeah. don't you do why don't you hold me like that exactly we're the couple everybody likes i'm not mad about it um <laughs> how are each of you nesting now I saw you sent me the questions before. I saw this question. I don't I don't know what nesting means, but so nesting is something that like traditionally like pregnant like women or people do like getting ready for the baby. Yeah, like people will start you know organizing baby clothes, getting things put together. Josh has gone and he's like, let's fix the foundation of our house now, yeah. and I'm like. Let's drop 30 racks. <laughs> By the way, it's insane. It's insane it to try to, to fix, fix the foundation, foundation of your house. Like, our house is not getting... Spoiler, it's not... We're not going to fix it that, no. that much. Um, but... So he's thinking real big. Um, and almost like, how is this relevant? Like, he said, I want to wash all the baseboards. Like That's, I haven't even thought about these things. I, I just want to... <laughs> if I could just... And I've thought about this. If I could just somehow some way pull all of the dog hair out of our house and not miss a strand and just like get it out that would be my ideal way to nest just completely just eliminate all the dog hair <laughs> but yeah we we tried um to not sleep with our dogs for one night i mean it lasted an hour and a half it did, yeah we both fell asleep and Cora started whining and crying and barking going crazy so that's not gonna happen no, so we, if you, let's just say if you get a dog, don't put it in your bed if you're not going to want it in your bed forever. And that. Yeah, because it's rude to move them out now. Yeah, it's rude. Barley's been a bed dog. Her whole life. Her whole life. She's a pampered princess. And she's the queen bane. But yeah. she also would be the one that would, she she would sleep upstairs. She wouldn't be happy about it. But we just got to play a little, like a 600 hertz noise. Yeah. A little loud beep and she'll move. And she'll run upstairs as far away as she can get from the yeah. beep. She'll get spooked. Um, This is another householdy question, but it's for me. It says, Rach, do you ever feel bad that everything isn't 50-50 split financially? Um, exi- like, you make more money than me. Uh, <laughs> coming from Not a feminist a that's deal. struggling with the equity split instead of equality in relations. And I think... um. There are things that, like, I, I put my foot down on, like, 
with this whole car situation, like I finally got the payout for insurance and I need to buy a car, but the interest rates are so high right now. Like it doesn't matter how much I put down. It doesn't like, it doesn't matter. My car payment is still going to be at least a hundred dollars or $120 more a month. And so that just like sucks. Like it just sucks. And you know, Josh will be like, babe, we'll take care of it. Like I'll take care of it. Like I'll help you. And I'm like, No, like there are certain things that like I want to feel like my responsibility, my bill, my property or whatever. Um, But overall, as we're approaching like next year, like we've obviously had like nine months to like get used to the fact that like once we calculated how much childcare would cost, because I was thinking like, okay, if I take like genuinely, if I were to shoot as many weddings as I did like last year. I would I would not be able to like I work from, you know, nine to three, four p.m. like straight during the weekdays on films, editing photos, answering emails. And if I have to do that less, like I'm not going to be able to do that with a newborn in the house. So when we calculated childcare costs, even part time and it was like nineteen thousand dollars, <laughs> I was like, we're just going to have me make nineteen thousand dollars less. Mm hmm which means we're going to take on less. Um, but that doesn't mean that like, I'm offering less. But I have seen like other dynamics of even like if you have, you know, if you, you and your partner don't make as much money, if you're a social worker and they're an investment banker, um, I think what's important is that you're contributing equally, like you're contributing an equal burden. Like, if you live, you know, in your apartment is $3,000, you need to contribute an equal burden to that. So, like, if you only make $28,000 a year, I don't think it makes sense to, for you to pay 50% of that. If you guys are agreeing to, like, contribute and build a home together, you just have to have that conversation about, like, what's fair, what do you make what versus what do I make? Mm-hmm. And, like... I know it's kind of hard to see things that way, but I think that's what makes more sense than just being like one of you is completely broke because they're spending all their money on living and you can't save up for trips or you can't save up for anything else. Yeah. But how have you felt with taking on more of the financial responsibility? I love it. Because I can hold it over your head anytime I want something. That's healthy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I think... If uh, if you are the breadwinner, um, and I say that in air quotes, um, you shouldn't feel like your partner isn't doing as much because they're not bringing money to the table like you are. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure in other capacities, they're expending themselves. Um, right. Like you're, you've been making dinners a lot. You're growing a human. There's other things that you're doing um, right. that I'm not. Yeah. I mean, we're not doing laundry, but that's besides the point. We'll hey. never, ever be good at that. We won't. We've um, been getting better at certain things. It's just a balance, truly. Yeah. Because, like, if you were just, like, sitting at... I, I And this is how everybody's going to feel. If you're just sitting at home on TikTok or scrolling all day, and somebody else is, like, providing, and they're coming home, and they're cooking, and I know this is probably not the best thing to say, but, like... Eventually, the human aspect, you'd be like, well, this fucking sucks. I'm doing everything. And yeah. this person I'm living with is just, like, yeah. not helping at all. Yeah. But there'll never be a, like, 
it'll never be a reality where like Josh doesn't help out with like housework or no. like that's. And I'll never be like, I pay the money, so you have to do all the housework. (laughs) No. But I think that also comes with, like, we both know housework sucks. Yeah. So we just let it get as bad as it can and then panic about it one day and just clean the We've been doing better about the kitchen. Yeah. I think we just have to get in, like, good habits with certain parts of the room. But that's the thing. Like, Josh and I are both, we both struggle with household tasks. Mm -hmm. And so, obviously, like, when I'm home with a child like i think certain things will just happen but i mean we're hoping the answer to your question is it was a bit for me to get my brain wrapped around but i always knew that like i wanted to be a photographer and be self-employed because part of me always you know thought if i was going to be a parent i'd want to play an active role um a more active role in being able to stay home um and after looking at the cost of child care Seems like the right the right decision. And also the child sickness is on the rise. It's insane right now. That is what's really Babies crazy. are sick every other week if they're going to daycare. Yes. So we're gonna um, turn Elsie into a little bubble boy. <laughs> <laughs> Protect her from all germs. I know. It's so scary. Um how has Elsie coming into our life changed our overall dynamic as a couple? Our dynamic? Yeah. Um, I mean, it changes everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're going to be round the clock having to care for another human being. Yeah. Like so, our energy. And I don't of- think we're not there yet because you're in like the glowing third trimester, like your loving life kind of like, yeah, you can't move and you got to pee a hundred times. But I think this has been your favorite trimester, I want to say, mm-hmm. by far. Um, And we also don't have like a loud ass baby to deal with. Yeah. So, but I feel like Josh and I just feel like she's going to be this extension of us. Yeah. She's going to be a cool chick. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be like a me. It's going to be me and Rachel combined 50, 50. And we get to hang out with this person. Cause I love me. Rachel loves her and we both love each other. So it's going to be like, <laughs> what the hell? If it doesn't work, it's going to be a problem. If we're like, this, she, she kind of sucks. <laughs> she sucks. Woo, tomatoes. Um, But I think it'll probably work out for the best. And it'll just be like a cool, like another friend we get to hang out with. Yeah. And that doesn't let it, us sleep and also like poops on us sometimes. Right. Which we're excited for. Like we're excited to like add to the team and have like someone that we're mutually invested in. Like that'll be a new dynamic. Mm-hmm. But in the end, like. When Josh and I think about parents, like, we still think about being parents together. Like, it's not just, like, I just think about motherhood or he just thinks about fatherhood. I, I just think about, like, us together yeah. doing this. Um, And that'll it'll truly be an equal household when we combine our names and we're Rachel Roche Pridemore. We're the Roche Pridemore household. Um, Combine our clans or houses. All right. And so a couple of people asked, you know, the general question of like, how do you know you're ready? How do you know you're ready for a baby? Oh, you never and do. And I don't know why people keep asking me this because I wasn't trying to get pregnant. Um, but I feel ready now. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, there are things you can't prepare for, but I feel ready to do those things. Um, And I feel like the only thing I can say is like. 
and not everybody has the privilege of having a support system, but like I feel much more ready because we have each other. Yeah. And like I'm excited for that stage of us. I think you can buy all the things and like read all the books. Um, but it's just like when push comes to shove and the baby's actually here, that's whenever true like instincts will kick in. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll, we'll really be in the middle of it, the thick of it. Right. With LC. But if you have, you know, the privilege of choosing who you enter into parenthood with, um, just really make sure it's right. Make sure it's your best friend. Like make sure it's the person that, you know, you, have the most fun with because that's the thing even when josh and i you know went through like the ectopic pregnancy and everything like we still laughed every day like there was still something we laughed about and something we found joy in because like bottom line like even in the shittiest of circumstances and it was shitty and it was shitty but we still find reasons to like experience joy together because it just is so natural like it's not hard not like grasping at straws no yeah and i was laid out on this couch an emotional mess yeah it was bad and then two weeks later i was fine and then you switched yeah and then two weeks later we found out we were pregnant again (laughs) and And we were both flat on the couch yes (laughs) um what are your biggest fears about raising a child i mean there's a ton um every fear you can possibly have <laughs> snakes spiders the world war um bad people okay there's so many things you need to be afraid of um if you were to narrow it down yeah if i were to narrow it down it'd probably my biggest fear with raising a child is just um not doing it correctly okay um, and I don't think there's really ever a right way to do it. I mean, there is obviously a right way to do it, but there's not like, right. It's hard to tell while you're doing it like live time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, if we're going to circle back and put a pin in it, pull back the curtains on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to know. Um, but I'm just afraid of like not being her friend and not being like nice with her. And like, you're afraid of, I'm not afraid finding- of her like saying, I hate you. And stomping up to her room. That's my big fear. So you're afraid of her not liking you? Yeah. Where I thought you were going was like the fear of you not enjoying parenthood. No, I'm going to like it. I just don't want her not to like, not to not like me. Because I'm a cool, cool guy. Well, right, babe. But like our job isn't for her to like us. I know. But it's nice if she does. (laughs) Yeah, but sometimes kids are just assholes. Like I know. they're gonna I say was, stuff. I was one. I know, but um, but that's my biggest fear is being saying, hearing that she hates me, and like stomping up and slamming her door. That's valid because that is your feeling. Yeah, thank you. I think my biggest fear, um, is just seeing her in pain. I'm not gonna like that. No, huh? I think it's something you probably get used to. And I do think I'll do well with, like, masking my emotion. Like, like if she has to get her appendix taken out and she's scared, like, I'm not going to lose it in front of her, you know? But those but in- are... Internally, it's gonna you're going to be... Yeah. Well, even like, the other day, 
we got the well, we got like a baby like medicine dispenser like oh, you started thing. crying immediately. i started crying immediately i was like she's gonna get sick she's yeah. gonna be sick and it's gonna, gonna be gonna so stuffy sad nose. she's gonna have a stuffy nose it's gonna be, be all sad plugged up she's gonna be this innocent little gremlin yeah little poop factory yeah cute little poop factory yeah she will be cute what do you think your parenting style is going to be um she's gonna like me more than you and i hate to say that but she will me and her she's got my head in my brain she's an aquarius she's gonna like me more than you and it's just a fact we're gonna team up on you and i'm sorry about that in advance okay but also as my partner you're going to parent with me yes i will against me right for sure i'll parent with you (laughs) but um if we have to draw a line this am sorry babe it's me and elsie (laughs) (laughs) so would you describe it as i'm gonna i'm gonna try not to be like too much of a friend i just would love to parent from a place of like trust so yes. she tells us things if she's in trouble or if she's like yeah open worried about something open communication is going to be huge um another thing we both agree on not that this is like parenting style like because the answer is like gentle parenting the answer is you know like aware parenting like we're not gonna like we're not gonna be permissive like i i know i'm not gonna be that but i'm not gonna be authoritative either where it's like respect me and my rules yeah no i'm gonna let her experience things because i already know like with eric like when i you know watching him and i'm in charge of his care like if i ask him to do something and he says no i make it a conversation i'm like well why do you want that then you know like if he wants to bring if the chalk's at my house and he wants to take it to his dad's house you know he has to he has to provide an argument he has to back it up like What's wrong with the chalk at your dad's house? Does your dad not have chalk? Like, in heat, Eric and I have to have a conversation about it. And so I want that to be like the foundation of like, we, like my child, any child has their own opinions, thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Mm-hmm. And getting them to a place where they can vocalize that and communicate that is so cool. Like, that's the thing I think is coolest about Eric is he just, he's so opinionated yeah and i love that yeah i won't always and sometimes he can be annoying yes but it's so cool like yeah i agree i think we'll do good and josh when he has eric will take him to get ice cream and then take him to um like the church parking lot and let eric drive the car so that's the kind of parent i'm gonna be (laughs) the fun one the fun one but also try to because you have some great ideas on parenting and you have opened my eyes up to a lot of cool things yeah um especially the way you interact with eric so there's definitely some things that like make sense on like a deeper like her growth level yeah that'll make her a better person hopefully in the long run hopefully that are harder to do like uh exhibiting patience and yeah. Um, letting them experience things and like squish food and play with food and throw it and yeah yeah helping letting them learn like that one i don't know if you've ever seen that video of the uh the guy with like the younger girl and he lets her pour stuff yes. in the cup yeah and his, she spills. It's, his, it's his niece it's yeah. his niece and 
Like that's I think that's kind of like how I wanted like the parent. Yes. Like nothing's that serious. No. And like kids really aren't out to get you. Not that like there won't be moments where we like lose our shit just because we are not well. Yeah. But then it's like apologizing to your kid. But something that Josh and I both talked about um about around language is and I felt like this with Eric because we've never censored ourselves around Eric. Like, Madison doesn't. Her, you know, Eric's dad doesn't. Like, meaning we swear. And this is something I know my mom is going to really struggle with because she doesn't think kids should be saying bad words. But I don't believe that there are any such thing as bad words. So we we won't care if our kids swear. No. As you long as you swear, can't swear at don't someone. Don't swear at people. Yeah. Unless they're a real motherfucker. And, and we'll be the judge of that. Yeah. But the kid also has to know that if you use a swear word with mommy and daddy, you don't get in trouble. But if you use it at school, consequences are on you. Yeah. You're smart enough to know the consequences to your own actions. And we'll try to teach him that. But if my kid falls down and says shit, I'll be like, shit. Yeah. Like, that does that's, suck. That shit. does suck. But, like, we just can't stand it, like, when there are kids that will get in trouble for swearing when it's, like, your parents fucking swear. Like, of course you're swearing. Yeah. It's the only thing. It's bizarre. It's so, it's so bizarre to me. Kids do not have the ability to, like, be like, they say that, so I, but I can't say that. Also, it's not a leak, like, if swearing was that bad, the government would be like, you can't swear until you turn 18, (laughs) but it's not, that's not the case. Right. Right. This is a fun question for me, because it's something that I think about. Um, and I'm curious to see what your answers are. Your answer is, um, do you all have a vision for how you are, you guys are going to want your labor scenery to be like the vibe? Yeah. Um, dimly lit twinkle lights. Um, where are we getting the twinkle lights from? I thought our duelist said something about that. I think she has candles. She has, she has, she has electronic candles. Okay. So that wasn't a fever dream. Um, like, we got a nice playlist that we've been building. Yeah. Um, it'll be kind of like a lighter atmosphere. Yeah. Um, something that I've learned with this pregnancy is you don't just, like, your water doesn't break and you get rushed in and the baby comes out. Like, it's a process. Yeah. It could be, you know, you could be in labor for anywhere from zero to however long. I don't think zero is ever an option, but. Um, well, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> but, Yeah. Can, people can be in labor for like 40 hours. Yeah. It's so. crazy. Um, but yeah, I want I want it to be uh, an experience that highlights who Josh and I are, which is like we are people that are very into each other, very connected, very um, bonded. And I want to feel that in labor. I don't, I'm hoping that like we lean, lean into each other and I'm able to lean into labor um, with his support. Like I picture us a lot, you know, like face to face, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of physical touch, kissing, you know, support and, and all just sweet moments. Yeah. And it's all great stuff. But the most important thing is just getting you and Elsie happy and healthy. Yeah, and oxytocin plays a big part in that, people. Yeah. And so you want to keep keep happy. So I'm hoping that, you know, when 
when it all happens, I'm able to, you know, use the skills that I've been trying to teach myself and stay calm and um, lean into the experience because that is, in the end of the day, that it is an experience. And everybody's experience is different. And some people's experiences are really scary. But mm-hmm. And you might only get to do it once. Right. You never know. You never know. Some people only want to do it you once. You only got one fallopian tube. So Yeah, I've only got one tube. So, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited for it to happen. And I don't know. But I'm also the type of person that's like, <sighs> I never know how I'm going to be until it's actually happening. But I'm hoping it's like my our wedding. Where I like, I was kind of thinking, I was like, I might be an anxious mess on the day. Like as soon as, you know, but I never was. I was just like, Mm -hmm. I was there. I was present. I was honed in. I was zoned in. Dancing, twerking. But I can't express enough like how glad I am that I got a doula. Yeah. She's great. And she like says, she's like, like, yes, I'm your doula, but I'm also like Josh's coach. Yeah. Which, and she very much emphasizes it about having a relationship with the dad as well. Yeah. Which is cool. Co-parent. Um, so, and guys, fun fact, our friend Meredith, who you met last week, who will be on a future episode because we already recorded it, is getting her doula certification. So, if you're local to Northeast Ohio and... She's getting a degree in duology. She's going to... <laughs> That's Welcome. funny. Um, so fun fact, Meredith is my favorite person. Um, for at least a couple more weeks. I know. That'll be hard. She has to, Meredith will have to get knocked down. Um, best things Josh has done to support Rach in pregnancy. I think she just, you never made me have, you've never made me feel alone or like this was just a me thing. Like. I, for whatever reason, think sometimes partners or, you know, co-parents, the not pregnant person, (sighs) struggles with feeling like they don't have a a part in this. But, like, I've just felt like this is our thing. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that was, like, I don't know why you are the way you are. Because you weren't, as we've discussed, like. You didn't have, like, the best upbringing for examples like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, why are you a good partner? <laughs> like, like what happened? Because I've seen bad partnerships. Yeah. And I know that's not something that I want. Yeah. Um. So, every part of me wanted to have a good relationship. And uh, I clearly have manifested that, so. But you've been in relationships before. Yeah. Did you feel like you were a good partner? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've always, any relationship I've been in, I've usually been a pretty, I hope, at least decent person good. to the person, to the person I'm in a relationship with. So, um, yeah. As I do wonder, I'm like, are you just like going off of what I say and you're just like yes manning me sometimes? I am. As a six and an Aquarius, I do just kind of go with the flow. I do do that, but that's also what's kind of cool about me. I could just kind of like, yeah, sure, whatever. But I've also on the flip side seen like, um, you know, domestic assaults and I had the cops called to my house. I'm like, holy shit, this is, I don't want this to happen again. True. Um, and now I'm making bread and I can have my own house and I don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. So 
It's nice. What do you hope Elsie someday knows about your life slash identities before she's born? Hmm. I hope that she knows um, that I was just a good friend of the people that I knew. <laughs> and uh, I strive to make people laugh and help people grow now professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, that I was just a, a overall genuinely decent human. Yeah. Um, that wasn't a, a net negative to the earth. You know? Right. I'm right at baseline or a little positive. All right. So. What about you? Um, I don't know. It just, I just feel like this pregnancy has been so weird because like other than the first trimester, I don't know if I've ever been happier. Like mood wise. It's bizarre. It is bizarre. I'm, Except for the one that you but even thought then, I was dying. Yeah, that that And that was happen. a full on child sob. That'll happen. Like losing your breath. Yeah. Sob. I just had a thought <laughs> like a couple weeks ago. I just thought, like, what if Josh dies in a car accident? This was after our car accident, also. And like I have to give birth alone. And he's not there and I have to raise this child on my own. And I just it was right in like the middle two, of a two hour right breakdown. in the middle of a Cavs game. Yeah. And I, I said, lazy. I need I was, you to come in here. I was locked in on the Cavs. And I said, I need you to come in here and hold me because I am crying about a fictional situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, <laughs> um, I've been so like I look in the mirror and I like what I see. I'm so happy to be growing this baby. Like, I was so when I tell you I was so worried. About being pregnant and my uh, specifically about my emotional well being doesn't make me even more terrified for postpartum. Yeah, because I, I just I so badly don't want it to hit me like a train. I know it will. I know that like the sleep deprivation and the pain and all that stuff just sets in. But like, and I've said that like I just I've loved. Um, I've loved the journey to getting her here. Like the journey I took within myself, um, like before she was even conceived, but like, I'm really proud of my growth. You know, I want her to know that like, I am a person was a person that completely changed her life seemingly overnight because she was unhappy. Um, and it was all in the pursuit of her, which is just like this weird feeling of like, Like, you know, leaving my my first marriage, like, all of it has just been a pursuit of, like, bringing her here. To this, to three weeks. Yeah. In three weeks. So, I'm just excited. I'm so excited. I just, <sighs> I don't want to be crazy depressed, but I'm medicated. Like, I'm already medicated. We can always up my meds. Yeah. Like we're we're as prepared as we can be, um, and, you're, and you're dating the 2011 class clown, so you got that in your corner. You're right. That's my that's my number one depressant, my antidepressant. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, what traits qualities do you hope Elsie inherits or learns from the other person? Um, what traits or qualities do I hope she inherits from you? Yeah. 
your nose. Um, <laughs> Our noses are both good. They're both. We do have good noses. <laughs> um, these are physical traits or like personality traits. Like, oh, if, okay. I think Josh has already said that I he wants her to be get like my him. Bottom, my butt, my frog butt. <laughs> She'll be doomed His inverted for life. ass. His long, gets, his his long back, low butt crack, gets, high butt crack, low back. If she gets my long back, <laughs> that she'll be screwed. Period. Um, Frog butt. Yeah. Um, I hope she gets your like uh, tenacity and like love for helping other people and your friends and just like being a good, genuine like friend to people. Mm-hmm. Um. I hope she gets like your some of your ferocity, because um, you can be pretty ferocious at times whenever you're passionate about something, which is good. Yeah, you didn't um, you want to didn't want to be on the other line of the, in my car insurance the other day. Yeah, State Farm they <laughs> didn't know the beast they awoke in. Um, but yeah, I hope she yeah like in your I said it a little bit, but your passion like you're super passionate about the things that you do. Mm. Um, and I just hope she gets that and not my kind of like laid back, like, uh, you know. I know, but the stars are not on the side. The stars are with the Aquarius. But so I just feel like she'll be really creative. Uh, but in the end, it's like. I hope she's seeing. If I have too. two of you, as long as she's not annoying, like you have these annoying things about you <laughs> that I could do without. I thought we were talking about what traits we want them to I have. know, but, that, like, mostly I want her to take – I'm completely fine if she's most of you. But if she could do without the, like, constant need for attention. That's little brother syndrome. That the little brother f- syndrome and just the neglected child syndrome. Yeah, so she'll be neither of those. So Yeah, so those are just the things that kind of irk me um, about you because they only come out in the public setting. I like to have fun in public. Yeah, you do. You like to be goofing. I like to mess with the NPCs. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Have you heard... This is something I think about every single time I um, bring in the groceries. Is like, you don't think you're in a simulation, but have you ever seen your your neighbor bringing in groceries? But I'm like, I'm always like, I'm bringing in groceries. I wonder if anybody's seeing me. No, I've never seen that. You've That's never, bizarre. I've but never, can you think of any time you've no. ever seen your neighbor bringing groceries? Absolutely not, no. I know. It's upsetting. Yeah. And we're fucking buying groceries constantly. I We are constantly anymore. at the store. Yeah. We just don't do big enough shops. I just like, I'm like, I plan five days ahead at a time and that is yeah. enough And for plus me. if you like, if we buy a vegetable, sometimes it just sits. It's Because we don't sits. have a plan for it. Right. And you got to have a plan for everything. And we don't have a chicken coop yet, so we can't feed them to the chickens. True. Okay. This will be our last one. Our last question before we close it out. It's been fun. What traditions are you excited to start with Elsie? Mm. New family traditions. Ooh. One that automatically sticks out is um, drive-in movie theater. You do think about that Night. all the time. A, I would love a little, like a little camping chair, like a little fold-out camping chair for her. Uh-huh. And we all like kind of just sit out of the back of the Mazda. Uh-huh. And, you know, watch, you know, whatever's on. Puss in Boots 3 or whatever. <laughs> Four, five, six. Um, but yeah, the drive-in specifically, the one in Ravenna. Yeah. Midway. It's old school. It's timeless. It's It's the best. 
And cheap. And very cheap, yeah. But you got to invest in their concessions, people. Invest in the concessions, but also don't pay for bringing in food. Because if you bring in food or drink, they charge you. But a little pro tip, just bring it in. The people at the front don't give a shit. And you can just kind of like... But also buy their But also buy... Yes, like buy Get your sodies there. Get your your little treats there. Get a little yes. popcorn. But if you bring in a sub sandwich on your own accord. That's fine. But you just can't rob them of the concession money. Yeah. That's all they're after is concession money. Just give them the little cash for the concession. Yeah. Throw 20 at the concession. That goes a long way. Yeah. Um, I That's something that I've... I mean, I'm not as obsessed with the drive-ins as you are, but I'm on board. Okay, perfect. 100% yeah. on board. Um, will she fall asleep? Yeah. Well, could she be cold? Could she whine? What if she hates it? We won't think about that. Yeah, let's don't rain on my parade, please. Um, this is a perfect summer night in my eyes. No bugs. Um, maybe she makes a little friend. No bugs? Yeah. So this is a delusion. Yeah, of course. Nice. She's making a friend. They're going up towards all the, the kids, like all run around, like before yes, it gets they like They go dark, up to the dark. little grass area, mm-hmm. um, you know, do whatever little girls do. I don't know, mm-hmm. fart around. I think I am excited. I want us to be like a vacation household. Like I want us to take trips and have like real cool experiences together. That's something that like we like I didn't do like with my family. Like we didn't like consistently like every two years like go on a trip or like have an experience like that. And so um I just would like to do that. It's not you like you want to be a Myrtle Beach gal. I was just about to say I don't want to be a Myrtle Beach fan. You want to be a Hilton Head gal. No. But like, you know, go go to Yellowstone. Go to Hawking know, Hills. Yeah. Just some just show our kid the world. Italy. Fuck Michigan's around. beautiful. <laughs> Italy. Michigan. The the big hitters. The drive in. <laughs> <laughs> Italy, Michigan, the drive-in. There it is. That's what we want. But th- yeah, that's what I'm excited for. But when I talk about this, do you ever think it's weird? It's like you do all this prepping and this dreaming and this thinking about your first child. And like, what if we have other children? <laughs> They're just gonna be like, Elsie got all this. Elsie got the podcast yeah. episodes. Yeah. She got the journals. Yes. So any future children we might parent and uh bring into this world we love you it's just the same yeah baby optimus <sighs> can't wait we'll never have a child named optimus and you know now because his name will be optimus roche yeah right but now. i'm also gonna change i think i'm gonna change my middle name just as a side tangent whenever we do change our names i'm gonna change my middle name so josh thinks he's gonna change his middle name to optimus yeah joshua optimus roche pride more you can do whatever you want in this world. Nobody's going to stop you. I know. All you have to do is take out a damn ad in the paper, which is insane, by the way. I know. You have to you have to publicly you a, tell everybody through the fucking newspaper. I know. That we did a quick Google on that and it was it's very bizarre. It's bizarre. And I was telling my boss the other day and he googled it right in front of me. He's like, "Yeah, you're right." Like, "What the fuck?" I know. Like, "Yeah, I know. It's insane." Some old-timey business. Yeah, it's just one of those laws that just like they don't change. It's like fighting in hockey. Like, it just doesn't doesn't change. Fighting in hockey. Yeah. Well, Josh, again, your cooperation and your enthusiasm is always appreciated. You're welcome. Um, 
I love you. I'm stoked to have this baby with you. We can't wait to meet Chelsea. We can't wait to meet her. Um, so I'm going to ask, okay, this is a question that we should answer. If we will be showing our baby on social media. Um, the answer is, yeah, but not obsessively. Yeah. Like, I think I, I'll show her. I think we'll start with, like, maybe toes or fingers and then work our way into face. You'll probably get a side profile pic. I mean, I I'm a photographer. F- I don't want to give you the full kit and caboodle right off the rip. I'm fine with newborn. I'll put it behind a paywall if I have to, if people are interested. Oh, my God. No, I'm fine with, like, newborn stuff. But I think it's, like, when when your content is, surra- like, revolving around your children and revolving around, like, their cooperation or, like, their stuff is when it gets cringy to me. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, I need some likes on Instagram. Let's put a picture of Elsie up and see how many likes I can get. You know? Like, yeah. that's when I think it's like you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Because it's like her life. And I obviously um, want to respect that. But it is, it's a very weird, it's a very weird topic of conversation that people are going through now. But I don't see myself in the, like, I'm, I'm not that big of a creator. So we'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll be poster. Yeah, we'll poster. Just not like won't be doing like weekly updates or anything. I don't know. No, I'm trying to keep it. Keep but it you'll calm. see her. The people will see her. Yeah, because I'm gonna be obsessed with her. Yeah, we don't want a couple likes off rip. Yeah, of course. Little post labor likes. The the most likes you ever get are when you get married, announcing a baby, and the pictures of the baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's when you're peaking for likes. Yeah. I think our gender reveal got the most. Gender reveal, yeah. That any major, everybody will give you a double tap for any major mo- life milestone. Yeah. So, the answer is yes. Follow my personal Instagram if you want to see a baby picture in approximately three weeks. And follow mine too. But you're private. Yeah, it's a secluded club. It's a cool club. So you just—it's a secluded club, but you accept everyone. Uh, no, it's cool kids only. I do it based on their profile picture, so you better come correct or you're not getting in. Great. <laughs> Welcome to club, your friend Joshua. At your friend Joshua. Yeah. Okay, guys. We love you. Uh, Jess, we miss you. We hope to see you back soon. Jess I wants to be back soon, but we shall see. We shall see. And all we're asking for is patience and grace. And... Yeah, things are about to get crazy, so. Things are about to get crazy around here. Um, So, happy to be going crazy with you, kid. Amen. All right, Josh. This has been For Better and Worse Podcast. I'm Rach. And I'm Josh. And we're out of here. After-